What's the one big takeaway you want listeners to get from this episode? I think, well, can I give two? Yes, please. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. First, stop looking outside of yourself and turn inwards. There's a lot of inputs out there. Those are always going to be there. But if you're not clear on who you are and where you want to go, those inputs are always going to pull you away from your true path. The second one is your voice is powerful. The imperfections of your voice, the shakiness, the messiness, as you're figuring out who you are and what you stand for, it's beautiful. And it's so needed. That raw, transparent energy that you have in you is so needed. So start talking, start sharing, even if you don't know how to sell someone, even if you don't know exactly how you want to work with someone, what's on your heart? Talk about that. Because the the sooner you start talking, the sooner you'll normalize hearing yourself share and the faster you will move humanity forward. Hello and welcome to the Badass Wellness Coach. I'm your host, Didi Hoffman, and today I'm excited to be joined by Laura Poverin. Our topic today focuses on mindset, and more specifically, the mindset around launching in in a coaching business. It is something many of us battle with. I know I do. But before we jump in, a little bit about Laura. She is the founder of Trigger Mapping, a a behavior-based approach to nutrition coaching. She's also the badass leader of the revolution against hyper-masculine coaching methods that keeps coaches from being the healer the world needs. Laura, welcome. We're so glad to have you here on the Badass Wellness Coach. Thank you, Didi. I'm so excited to be here. It's such an honor to be speaking with your people. Laura, give us a 30-second, or as I like to say, a Twitter-length bio of what it is that you <laughs> that you do at your business. Yes, wonderful. So I work specifically with wellness and nutrition coaches inside of helping them connect with and communicate with their clients in a much more grounded, transparent, deep way, allowing them to facilitate the types of changes that we really crave creating in the people who are called to work with us. So that means not just the physical, that means on a soulful mindset, emotional based level. I love that. And as you know, many of your students know, um, these conversations are really tricky to have. So that's what I try to focus on with my students. Yeah. Yeah. Now you and I share the belief that the entire point of running your own coaching practice is not to chase the 10K month. It's not to be a five or a six-figure coach, but it's to find that deep personal growth from the work that you do and to, like you've just said now, to powerfully connect with the people you serve. And I really would like for you, as before we go into the show, into the interview, just give us a little bit more on, on, on where that belief comes from. Yeah, do you know what, Didi? I am such a firm believer that being a coach in the world today, it's it's such an opportunity for each and every one of us to really discover new pieces of ourselves every time we work with a new client, every time we're faced with a new challenge. 
because what often happens when we're working with our with our clients is that their struggles, their resistance, their fears, their limitations are really powerful in pulling out our own fears, our own struggles, and our own limitations. So in many ways, our clients become mirrors for us, reflecting back to us where we have work to do, where we have opportunities to grow, where we perhaps need to move through our own blocks so we can step into that powerful coach, that leader, that guide that our client needs us to be. So that's where my belief stems from. I've been working with clients for 13 years and I'm still learning every day from every new client that I acquire. It's, it's such a profound shift that can happen when the coach really allows that to be a part of their journey instead of needing to always be perfect, always be on and always know exactly the right thing to do or say with a client. I love that. I really love that. Comes from the heart, and I think that's one of the things. Uh, most of our listeners are traditional healers, uh, very much working from the heart. Uh, and I think coming from you and hearing somebody else saying to them, "Listen, it's okay to be like that." Uh, I really love that, and I think it's good advice for them. Let's switch gears. What is a commonly held belief about coaching mindset? that you passionately disagree with? Well, I think if we tie it directly to how we are showing up in our business, specifically around launching ourselves into the industry, one of my really core, one of the core beliefs around the industry that I do not align with at all is the idea that we need to have everything massaged out before we're ready to launch. We need to know exactly how we're going to work with our clients. We need to have the perfect Instagram. We need to have a website. We need everything sort of polished before it makes sense for us to put ourselves out there in the world, raising our hand and claiming the work that we really want to be bringing into existence, the changes we want to be responsible for, the people that we want to serve. And I find this belief alone is one of the biggest reasons why so many brilliant coaches will never take that step. Because what we're trying to achieve inside of that belief is impossible. It's impossible. And not only impossible, it's unnecessary. It's unnecessary. When we're heart-based coaches, when we crave connecting with people on a deeper level, you don't need the fluff. You don't need the fancy websites. You don't need the landing pages. You don't need the perfect Instagram feed because you have something bigger than all of that. You have this groundedness in your purpose. You can feel it in your body. And when you speak from that place, people feel that from you. That's the most potent way to launch yourself into the world is to raise your hand and, and announce what you're taking a stand for. And you inviting people to be a part of that journey with you. It's not about launching your business into the world. It's about opening yourself up to vulnerability. It's about opening yourself up to holding bigger space for more people, bigger emotional space, bigger physical space. It's about opening yourself up to success and failure and recognizing that all of these pieces that you're going to experience are meant for you. You have to experience them. 
it's your unique journey and you can't control for all of those factors. So when we're looking around the world at the way business gurus are teaching us to launch ourselves into the industry, we really have to develop our own filter. Is that right for me? Or is that just how they did it? When we're, when we're leading from the heart, very rarely is that very masculine, strategic, boxed in, step one, two, three approach ever going to feel fully aligned. At some point, we have to recognize that that's just one way. And in fact, many of those things are not needed for me because I'm enough right now without them. Does that make sense, Didi? It makes 100% sense. And I love hearing that. And I love hearing that from somebody from the other side of the world because it is really, really so important. How could someone listening now take action on this? And I know you've just said, you know, it's not a one, two, three, four, five step, step approach like the gurus are teaching us. But how, 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 where do we start? You know, how do we get into this? That's such a great question. I think where I like to start with all of my students is at the very beginning, of course. We, we often tend to skip steps and jump ahead to the things that feel easier, like posting a piece of content or um, designing a freebie or creating a logo, right? All of these sort of tangible things that we can see and, and feel and touch and, and change and control. But where we actually want to start is within. We have to turn inwards and ask ourselves, what is it that I get to bring into existence simply because I exist? What is it that's within me that's trying to come alive in me? What is it that I stand for? What is it that I need people to know? And it's inside of these questions that we really start to unearth the uniqueness inside of each of us. What makes us unique as a coach isn't the certifications that we got. It's not the content we post on social media, the way it looks, the branding, right? It's, it's not any of that stuff. It's not the program we create or our pitch on a sales call. None of that is unique. It's all the same. Everybody does it the exact same way. What makes it unique is your perspective. What makes it unique is your lived experiences. What makes it unique is your value system, your beliefs, what you're choosing to stand against and what you're choosing to stand for and the, the movement that you're inviting people to be a part of with you. This is what we need to create clarity on at the very beginning. And it's going to feel like this giant question when you sit down with your journal and you start writing out, what am I taking a stand for? What am I bringing into existence? What's trying to come alive within me? These are huge questions, but the answers are already inside of you. You just haven't given yourself the space to explore them yet because you've been so busy trying to control the external tangible things that you've been told are important. Let those fall away temporarily because when you know what you stand for, everything else becomes easy. Showing up online and speaking from the heart becomes easy. Posting content becomes easy. Selling yourself becomes easy because it's no longer about you. It's not about how you appear. It's not about the words that you're saying or the way that your voice sounds or how you look. It's not about how fancy your program is or what you're charging. 
It's about the movement that you're inviting people to be a part of with you and what you collectively get to stand for together as a team, as a community, as a one consciousness moving the world forward in a bigger way. So I really would love to stress to your listeners that all of the tangible things are wonderful. And yes, of course they play a role. Yes, of course we need somewhere for someone to apply to work with us. But none of that matters until you know where you're going, until you know what you're responsible for creating, until you know how you wanna lead people, how you want to make them feel, the experience you wanna give them, and what you're creating together as a community. Does that make sense? It makes 100% sense, and I love it. I love the, the pragmatic way that you approach this uh, and you know, showing up for ourselves first and then taking that into the world. What's the next step? What's the next step? <laughs> well, um, as new coaches, I think learning how to speak into what's inside of you is the next step. Okay. It's really tricky to find your voice, but it's only difficult when we're trying to make it sound a certain way. There's, we're bombarded with inputs all the time. We follow people on Instagram, on Facebook, on blogs, podcasts. We're constantly hearing the voices of other people. We're constantly looking at how others are presenting themselves to the world. And there's things that we like and there's things that we don't like very naturally and very unconsciously, we tend to mirror the things that we are attracted to. And many coaches will mirror the voices of the other coaches that they admire, that they follow and that they would love to be like one day. But what can happen when we do this is we actually lose our own voice. We lose our own way. We forget what we actually sound like. So I have a couple ideas for people to try. The first one is from that very first step, what you wrote out, what you're, what you're creating, what's coming alive within you, what you want to lead, what you want, what you want to leave behind your legacy, record yourself speaking into that from the heart, get into a really emotional, visceral state and record yourself speaking into that and then play it back to yourself. I want you to hear the different tonalities in your voice. I want you to hear where you get passionate and I want you to hear where you shrink away. I want you to hear where you get louder and I want you to hear the softness in pieces of what you're saying. That's so telling. That's gonna tell you where you know you are confident and it's gonna tell you where you're unsure. Now we have a place to practice from. That place. What are five to 10 things that you believe people need to know about themselves, about you, about your process, your method, your coaching, or about the market, the industry, their options in order for them to join you in where you're going? What do people need to know? And then you're gonna create a video for each of those. You can write it, you can, you can write it out, but in my experience, the most powerful way to anchor into your voice, whether it's written word or spoken word, is by speaking it first. 
because at the end of the day, when you're coaching, you're speaking, you're leading with your voice. And a lot of coaches will shy away from using their voice showing up publicly because it's more vulnerable. It's more unpredictable. You're not always going to say the right thing. You can't delete a sentence and re-say re it, right? Like you can when you're writing. You have to be on. So there's a lot of growth that can happen inside of learning how to share your message publicly to an audience, whether or not there are people in that audience yet. That doesn't matter. If you go live and no one's there, it doesn't matter because this step is for you. This step is for you to practice. This step is for you to learn how you sound. It's for you to practice your message and speaking it into the world. It doesn't matter if people are listening. It doesn't matter if people like it or share it or comment. None of that matters at this point. This is for you to show up for yourself and to show up for whatever it is that's trying to come alive within you. Okay. That's some solid, solid, solid advice. Last question here on this. How could someone trying to anchor in their own voice potentially get it wrong? What are, what are the mistakes we must look out for? Yeah, I mean, I think inside of the practice stage, actually, I'm going to rescind that statement. I don't think you can ever get it wrong. Okay. There are going to be, there's going to be periods of time where your voice feels more confident, where you are more clear around what it is that you're, you're sharing. And then there's going to be times where something new is trying to come up. Something new is trying to be born and you're sort of fumbling over it and you're making sense of it as you go. And, and that's beautiful too. No one expects you to be perfect. When you're speaking from the heart, you can never get it wrong. The only way you get it wrong is if you look around at what everybody else is doing and you think what I have to say isn't as good as that, I'm going to copy them. That is the only mistake you can make. Love if that. you stay grounded in who you are, you'll never go wrong. Even if it's messy, even if it's clunky, even if it's fumbly, that's a part of the beauty that makes you relatable, that makes you so human. Don't smooth that out because you think it has to be smoothed out. Let it be imperfect. Oh, I love that advice. Really love that advice. Before we close out today's episode, What's the one big takeaway you want listeners to get from this episode? I think, well, can I give two? Yes, please. <laughs> okay. First, stop looking outside of yourself and turn inwards. There's a lot of inputs out there. Those are always going to be there. But if you're not clear on who you are and where you want to go, those inputs are always going to pull you away from your true path. The second one is your voice is powerful. The imperfections of your voice, the shakiness, the messiness, as you're figuring out who you are and what you stand for, it's beautiful. And it's so needed. That raw, transparent energy that you have in you is so needed. So start talking. Start sharing, even if you don't know how to sell someone, even if you don't know exactly how you want to work with someone, what's on your heart? Talk about that. Because the, the sooner you start talking, the sooner you'll normalize hearing yourself share and the faster you will move humanity forward. 
Love that. Love that. You've got a lot of very nice freebies on your website. Is there one that you would like to highlight? Yeah. Is there one that you would like to highlight that will sort of tie in with, with our conversation and our interview today? Yes. Okay. Let me think. Well, the one that I'm most passionate about speaking into right now is one I recently created called Power Questions. Okay. This will come into play once you start working with your clients. But a lot of these questions are great to ask yourself as well as you're going through this discovery process. Because a lot of the time when we're asking our clients really potent questions that we haven't asked ourselves yet, we can feel uncertain. We can get a little bit, um, we can shrink a little bit. So what I would love to do is I'll send you the link for that. Everyone can download it for free. It's moving clients through some really big sticking points inside of the sessions that you'll be hosting with them. But there's a lot of parallels to coaches moving through their own very similar sticking points. So I would encourage everyone to practice those questions on themselves, pull out a journal, let's see if we can move through some of your own limitations, and then take those questions to your clients. Now we're in the future and see how those land once you've moved through them yourself. Where can our listeners get in touch with you on social media? What's your preferred platforms? Yeah, wonderful. So my preferred platform is Instagram. It's just my name, at Laura Pobrin. Um, I also have my own podcast called Expand with Laura Pogren. Mm -hmm. So you can find me on there. I'm on all of the platform, the podcast platforms. You can just search me up, Expand with Laura Pogren, and I'll, I'll, I'll pop right up and you can, you can tag along for the ride. Oh, awesome. Thank you so much for sharing your knowledge and wisdom with us. We wish you only the very, very best and may your business grow and prosper beyond your wildest dreams. Thank you, Didi. It's been such an honor. There you have it, folks. Another badass episode packed with information to help you build your own thriving high-impact coaching business. Get Laura's freebie. Connect with her on social media and listen to her on her Expand podcast. It's one of my personal favorites. I don't miss an episode. I'll share all the links on today's show note page. And thank you so much for listening to the Badass Wellness Coach. If you are not subscribed to the show yet, I would love for you to do that wherever you are listening now. And please make sure you rate us everywhere as well. You listen to podcasts, including on Spotify. No need to leave a review. Just tap that five-star rating. It's super easy and it really helps me a ton. The world needs your healthy vibes, my friend. Keep on sharing it. Be blessed. And we'll chat again in the next episode. This episode of the Badass Wellness Coach Show is sponsored by the Badass Business Building Bulletin for wellness professionals and coaches. This one-of-a-kind email bulletin features a curated collection of the best of the best business building articles, checklists, templates, videos, and tutorials, all of them designed to help you build the coaching practice of your dreams. You'll find resources to help you with your strategy and mindset, sales and marketing, and with your coaching delivery. Simply visit bulletin.badasspreneurs.com, sign up for your free copy, and let's start badassing your business today.